Full 10 Yards Podcast. Yes, welcome in everyone. This is the Full 10 Yards Britball Podcast, where no matter where you are in the UK, every yard counts. I'm Timothy Lambert-Monk, your host, first podcast of the Full 10 Yards Powerhouse this week, and I'm in charge of brightening the early part of your week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at F10Y Britball for all things this side of the pond. And talking of following, I hope you all you listeners out there will join me in following the women's Great Britain team when they kick off their European Championship next week. This time next week, ladies and gentlemen, it comes around very quickly indeed, and it's being hosted here in our very own backyard. Uh, one person who's part of that team is Michelle Gwynn, offensive lineman for the Birmingham Lions, uh, who are powerhouse in the Sapphire Division. Michelle, a very uh, warm welcome to you. Hi, Tim. How are we doing? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, we're all good at my end. Bit sore, but uh, yeah, that's Monday mornings for you. Always, always a chore. Yes. Um, yeah, obviously you are um, a part of the uh, the GB team that's going to be st- uh, getting their European Championships off um, this time next week, I suppose, would be the end of the... When, when's kick-off next week? It's about two, three o'clock? It, it is... Right, I think it's a bit later than that. Actually, oh. our evening game um, next Monday. Yeah. So this this time next week, you'll know you'll know how you fared uh, against Sweden. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll be uh, getting into it with uh, with Sweden. We'll be really looking forward to the game and uh, and the challenge. Mm. So let's start it back a little bit first. I suppose the, thing, the first thing that springs to mind for me, uh, say, because I'm, I'm not all that too familiar with with the women's game, but uh, considering that we're we're hosting the European Championship, I suppose that's uh, a symbol of how it's progressing in this country that we we have the uh, the honour of hosting. Yeah, yeah, it's it's growing year on year, um, and you know, as we're afforded better and better opportunities to play. Um, more interesting, more complex, more challenging football. Um, you know, our game grows and, and goes from strength to strength. Hmm. Uh, even having some players um, going to sort of the US this year and uh, representing, uh, holding a really good account of us. So yeah, we've got a lot to offer. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, we're we're the number one seeds uh, going going into it. But so, what what have the preparations been like so tar- so far in terms of like practicing? Uh, you know, installing offensive and defensive plans. Have you? Has there been a lot of training up until this point, or is there going to be a bit more practice this week, or is this week kind of a bit of a rest? How how's practice gone? Yeah, practice has gone well. It's um, you know composed of uh, weekend camp structure. Um, yeah, they've they seem to have gone well, and uh, we've settled well into the sort of final selected team. Um, obviously, a bit more to come in terms of uh, walkthroughs, etc. But. Uh, We've we've done the uh, the main of our hard work now, and uh, it's just consolidation. Jolly good. And what what are obviously being the number one seeds bring brings its own pressures. But what are the expectations set for this team in the tournament? Uh, does does it bother you that you're the number one seed, or is it just a number? Um, to some extent, it's just a number, and um, the last Europeans um, proved that to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we just we're just going to go it out, ball out all heart and uh, put into practice our uh, our hard work and uh, see what happens. I mean, we, you know, yeah, we were number one seed, but essentially um, some of these teams are, have got a lot of new players um, tried and untried and tested. Uh, and we're just looking forward to going and pitching ourselves against them. Mm. And does it help that it's, it's in our own backyard or do you prefer the, the travel? Yeah, I mean, it is nice to get away and go to some of the destinations. Like, so the last Euros was in Spain, yeah. in Maricena, the um, Worlds that I went to a couple of years ago was in Canada, mm-hmm. and they were awesome trips yeah. uh, with the team. 
but you know, it's always nice to play on your home turf yeah. um, and have friends, family, support. Um, you know, Britball. Um, you know, coming and watching and, and backing us. Hopefully, Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's always special to have a, a yeah. home tournament. Yeah, and obviously, f- first three fixtures are going to be uh, the first one. Like we mentioned, is at Sweden. Who, who uh, GB have a, a good international record against uh, Austria. Obviously. I uh, couldn't find any previous results against Austria, so I don't know if you could fill in the blanks there a little bit. And then obviously we finish off with Finland, who uh, we defeated 26-20 in, in the World Championships a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we've not actually played Austria uh, today. They were in the Euros um, four years ago, uh, but we didn't come up against them. Right. Uh, so that's obviously uh, new for us, yep. um, a new team. But uh, yes, yeah, Sweden we've played uh, quite a few times um, now throughout tournaments and also um, international sort of uh, fixtures that we've had arranged in Stockholm and, um, you know, Finland. You know, obviously there's that uh, in the in the Euros uh, last Euros we uh, sort of just missed out them in the in the final and mm-hmm. uh, you know we, we sort of settled up the scores a little bit in the <laughs> uh, in the worlds. Um, so yeah, it's all all to uh, all to see. And just as a, a a kind of a gloss over for all three games, are you are you confident that you'll be able to to do what's necessary and what's needed? In, in terms of the team performance or personal performance, or a little bit, a bit of both. So, do, do you feel that the the team has has enough to to have a, obviously a winning record and, and get to the latter stages? Yeah, I mean we're we're a hardballing team. We're going to go out there and do our very best, uh, give our all, um, and, and just see what comes of it. Um, you know, in terms of practice, it's all come together individually. And as a team, and uh, you know, we're, we're feeling feeling good going into it. But you know, you never, you, we'll see from the matchups, eh? Absolutely, yeah. And obviously, you're you're one of the most capped players in the squad. So, do you, do you feel that you have a bit more of a duty, maybe, to be the mother of of the group to to those that maybe are less experienced as you are, or um, do you think that that will be shared out amongst the the, the vast majority of of veterans that are in the in the squad? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there, there is some um, onus for, uh, you know, veterans of the game uh, in terms of the team to to be more of a guide for, for younger players, um, you know, rookies that are going into their first tournament, of course, you know, but that's a, you know, a bit of an ethos of the team. We all pitch in, we all help each other. Yeah. We're a team and we're family at the end of the day and, and that, that's what we go with. So it's not really a kind of a, an extra burden as sort of mother it's like pitch in make it make it as easy on everybody as, as possible yeah absolutely and of course to say you've been, you've been playing for, for a number of years now what what observations have you made uh, about the growth of the of the women's game over the last couple of years and is, is there anything that's helped you uh, in your growth as a player or just in in, in terms of the general game uh, itself yeah i mean i've uh, noticed over the last few years, obviously, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger. The women's game. We've had a, a certain amount of success, and um, you know that, that that's come about because of um, sort of team challenges. Uh, teams teams like the Lions that are always challenging yeah. with bigger um, prospects, really, um, and that obviously develops everybody, and everybody's a winner from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those opportunities are growing and growing year on year, uh, especially in terms of opportunities over the pond uh playing sort of american teams etc you know you you, you want to pitch yourself against the best and uh, 
and that's only going to challenge you and make you better. So that I feel like that's uh, that's happening, yeah. and it's you know we're better for it, um, and and we're actually getting opportunities, individual opportunities now over the pond, and uh, nice. the UK game's going to reap rewards from that. Yeah, absolutely. And as I say, on, on to the next point, is, is there anything that you feel that can be done to help the, the game grow as it, as it stands at the moment? So you say there about obviously having more individual opportunities. Is that is that the key to the growth over the next year or two years and in the near future? Um, I mean, it's nice to get those international opportunities and it's always going to be, you know, that at that level of the game, you are always going to um, prosper individually. Uh, from that experience but I think in terms of the growth of the game in the UK um, the most important thing is obviously investment funding um, and um, coaches getting the coaches and the athletes involved uh, especially experienced coaches you know I've, I've learned uh, I've had some great coaches uh, I've got Connor Scholes and uh, Alex at the moment Lily at the moment that um, for the GB team and um, my, my coach my previous O-line coach at Lions uh, Carl Lewis shout out to him because He's probably been the most formative coach of my um, playing career. He was uh, really excellent and uh, left me in good stead. And if if anybody has that kind of quality of coaching, they're only going to do well. Mm-hmm. And then that will in turn just bring up the UK game. Yeah, absolutely. Is it, is it do you find, uh, from your perspective, obviously not necessarily GB level, but maybe like a club level, that there it's it's maybe harder to to recruit younger women in into the game in certain ge- geographical places in in the UK or is it quite a because uh, obviously Coventry and Birmingham obviously West Midlands have, have been quite dominant in their respective divisions do you, do you find that this, that's uh, a hindrance or do you, do you feel that over the next couple of years obviously there'll be other places that will pop up a women's team and say there'll be more players and and, and young females that want to play the game. Yeah, I mean, there, there are teams all over the UK, you know, there's uh, from Edinburgh yeah. right the way down to sort of uh, Portsmouth Way, etc. So there, there is a good spread of teams okay. uh, if girls want to get involved. Yeah. Um, but obviously, a lot of the GB programme, etc. is, is um, sort of we have we've had some sort of north, some midlands uh, in terms of camps and things. Um, to make it just accessible, as accessible for as many people as possible. Yeah, uh, because that's what we want. We want as many people involved with the game as possible. You know, it's a it's a great game, and we want to share it. Absolutely. And if it's, if there are people that are maybe are are listening to this that are you know aspiring female athletes or sports players or maybe want to try something different, how how easy is it for them to to get involved? Is it, you know, uh, is it different from any other sport where they just you know got to find their local club and just, and just turn up and give it a go? Yeah, pretty much. Just uh, get in touch with your local club. Um, you can have a look on the Baffer website for local clubs. Yeah. Uh, get in touch. Uh, that, I mean, that's really the hardest first step. Just, you know, if, if shout out to anybody who's, get, you know, wanting to get involved, get in touch. It That's the, that's the hardest step. Mm-hmm. People will be friendly. They'll want you to come along and participate. Mm-hmm. They'll help you out with equipment getting there even you know some of our girls on the Lions team we even help out with lifts etc just to get people participating and and to share in you know the joy of the sport really yeah so it's all about that taking that first that kind of first step isn't it and so is there any advice that you'd give to someone that would maybe train turn up to their first session um you know with a team that maybe say haven't done the sport before don't really know what to, to to know what's coming yeah, just just reach out, reach out online, and, and sort of uh, make contact with people um, that you find on resources there, um, and you know go along, have a go, 
if it's not for you, it's not for you. But you know, give it give it a good shot. Give it your all. Um, it's a it's a rewarding sport, um, and don't let anything like equipment or anything like that set you back because clubs will have stuff that they can they can lend out to you. Yep. I know a lot of clubs have got their um, rookie days coming up very soon, sort of September October time. So just keep an eye out and get involved. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and the beauty about American football as well is that there's 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 plenty of room for people of all shapes and sizes. I mean, I'm five seven and barely t- t- barely eleven stone. And I play wide receiver, so uh, if I, if I can play, yeah. certainly people out <laughs> people out there can play as well. So um, let's just bring it back to the to obviously the big tournament that's, that's starting next week. Um, the World Championships obviously is a few years away as well. Is it is this European tournament something that's being built up to in itself, or is this again maybe a, a, a tiny look towards the World Championships in a couple of years? Uh, it's it's been built up, you know. The build up has been in its own right, really. Obviously, you, you know, you've always cast an eye to the to the future and upcoming um, championships, etc. And uh, but we, we're very focused on the task ahead and, uh, and and the challenge that lies for us in Leeds. Yeah. And was there, was there any specific uh, preparation for this tournament that is is different from any other? kind of tournament or games that you've played? Is there anything specific for, for the European Championships that maybe you've dealt with with the teams that are coming up or just in general? Um, just generally, in general, prepared, um, got our stuff down, um, repped and repped again and, and you know, prepared ourselves. I, th- I think that's, I mean, the basic preparation is pretty, pretty similar to... Um, championships we've had before you know we've got a pretty good uh, coaching staff and uh, formula and set up and and uh, that's what we followed absolutely and say so this time next week obviously the first game will, will likely be finished um, all games actually will be li- uh, live streamed through onside productions which is uh, is only going to again help exposure to to the general public um anyway yeah. obviously it's been hosted in in leeds as well between the 12th and the 17th of august uh do you, do you know on how where they can get tickets and and you know, kind of you know maybe give a bit of an insight into the format of the tournament for people that maybe aren't uh, too familiar with the women's game yeah, there is a link on uh, the BAFA page and uh, Facebook um, the, through, I think it's the Isolve site, where you can uh, buy tickets online. Uh, obviously, it's really exciting to have be having it live streamed mm. and uh, hopefully we you know, we get people watching from all around the world uh, and also inspired to, to play the game as a result of that exposure. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I'll, I'll be certainly one that's watching uh, through through the YouTube because I'm a bit far away from Leeds. But anyone in the Leeds area, obviously, go and support uh, your G, the GB yeah, team. Great. But um, Michelle, obviously, wish you all the best for the tournament. Wish you all, all the you know, success and from a team and obviously a personal standpoint as well. Hopefully, uh, you can you can block the opposing and defensive players that are coming your way. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, we'll be rooting for you here. Uh, on the podcast and say so we'd love to have you on afterwards as well after it's finished and get your thoughts on the, on the tournament and obviously how the team performed uh, but we know you, you're going to bring home the, the gold medal Thanks very much Tim I will do my uh, best very best to lay some entertaining blocks down and uh, I look forward to coming back and uh, talking to you again Do you, do you, uh, do you enjoy pan- I suppose pancaking is the your, is probably the, 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 the perk of the job being an O-lineman It's what O-line lives for <laughs> <laughs> Pancakes is not just for just for Ch- Strove Tuesday eh? Not just for breakfast. No, not just for breakfast, indeed. <laughs> well, so, Michelle, thank you. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, that's going to do it for uh, everything here at the Full 10 Yards podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, coming tomorrow, we, of course, have the debut podcast in our college division where Lee and Rob have something that's specially installed for you. So you'll have to tune in. But uh, I will speak to you again in the very near future. But in the meantime, in the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.
for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show full10yards at gmail.com.